Die größten Elektronenhirne der Welt wurden einer internationalen Übersetzerkommission zur Verfügung gestellt, um den Schlüssel zu dieser unbekannten Sprache zu finden. Welcome to another edition of Radio Clandestino. My name is Rafael, and this week we've got something quite special. I've got a special guest in the studio, Moses Eiten from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. How are you doing, man? Good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me here to the Canberra Studios. No problem, man. Um, you're in town for a, a international music conference over at the uh, ANU. That's right, the International Association for the Study of Popular Music, otherwise known as uh, EASPM or IASPM. Um, yeah, that's what I do when I'm not producing music or performing it. Um, the last couple of years I started actually doing some hardcore research, doing a PhD on, on cumbia, digital cumbia more specifically. So you transition from DJing to uh, the academic world? And that's yeah, well, I see it more as a enriching the DJing I've been doing and the research that's not just myself but pretty much any DJ is like a super nerd when it comes to music so mm. I'm trying to translate that or transfer that knowledge I guess that you have as a digger um, into the into the academic world which yeah in some some ways is very very easy transition in other ways or in other ways it is truly a transition but in 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 in, in many ways it is pretty much what people are doing in that scientific world as well you know it's just putting some science to some of the magic so that's where it can get a bit difficult but yep. uh here today we'll talk more about the magic of music rather than the science of it <laughs> and here is a bit of that magic right now a little something to get us in the right vibe for the show which will feature lots of global club sounds digital cumbia koduro and tropical bass this is the cumbia cosmonauts and their track Cumbia Sampuesana.
My name is Raf and I've got special guest Moses Eiton from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. He has come into the studios to chat about um, a couple of songs that have kind of inspired your most recent um, output as Cumbia Cosmonauts. So we just um, opened up with a track called Cumbia Africa from your latest LP. Uh, don't think about that one, um, the concept of the record and, and that track in particular. Yeah, yeah well, it's pretty much, um, for me, it summarizes the whole, yeah, the concept of, of this album, which is called Kumbi Cosmonauts and the Radio Africa Band. Yep. But Kumbi Africa, that's like, that is, uh, you know, it's it's a unique, or let's say an original take on, on trying to do Kumbi as an African thing, which... There are links back to Africa, but it is it is a Colombian, Latin American style of music. Um, yeah, so it's kind of Africa from a Latin American perspective. I guess you could call it a Creole style and stuff as well. It's exactly. a mixture of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, does that song have any feature guests or anything? Um, uh, yeah, well, it's a it's a composition that is a co-composition. Um, with uh, Lamin Sonko, uh, who also has a band called the African Intelligence, uh, based in Melbourne. I'm based in Melbourne, uh, as well as uh, Amadou Kalisa, also playing uh, percussion on that track. Um, so it's it's uh, and and Kumbia Cosmonauts. Uh, this this album was co-produced with Thomas Soup Campbell. So it's uh, four of us in the studio who who came up with that track together. And our the, our way of composing is is you know obviously we don't get up bits of paper and write down notes. Uh, <laughs> We get in the studio and have a jam and, yeah. and have a lot of fun and yeah, nice. and then record and then uh, Soup and myself take take those recordings back to the studio and 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 edit it and mix okay, it and, magic and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then do some magic and um, <laughs> uh, but it's a magic that the magic happened mainly in the studio or I guess magic happened twice in the studio first uh, with Lamine and Amadou. Uh, bringing their uh, their backgrounds from from Senegal and Guinea 
respectively, but they're both also uh, of the Mandingo people who, and they're both griot musician. That's their that's their legacy, or, or their they come from a long line of of artists. Griots in West Africa are like tr- uh, cultural troubadours who were um, it's like a lineage based thing as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they're. They're, they're born into a family um, of artists, and I say artists because it's it really in a very broad sense uh, uh, in, the, in the past, and, and still to a big extent now, they're basically considered as as, as, as li- living libraries, yeah. uh, like as a repos- repositories of cultural knowledge. So in Australian context, you really got to think about Indigenous Australians as being the same, you know? So if, if an elder dies, who's the last person of a certain, um, uh, you know, certain people, a certain language group, Group, uh, it's like a library burning down. The last, the last library, you know, of certain books in a certain language gone. So it's and, the same um, in e- Africa. In the Australian context, also, if they are the last speaker of an indigenous language as well, and then that language is gone, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, happened yeah. quite a lot. Here, I and think, I mean, yeah. of course, so much cultural knowledge is tied up with language, you know. Yeah. So, so there's another song on the album called Radio Africa. Uh, but um, that one is more in a going in a champeta direction, sort of Colombian sound system. Uh, style sound um, that is very closely linked to sukus people might remember or or, or I mean it's still a contemporary sound from from mainly associated with uh, with Congo and Africa let's actually take a listen to that track right now a little bit of champeta sound system vibes here on Radio Clandestino here with me in the studio is Moses Eiton and we're exploring the music of the Cumbia Cosmonauts and tracks that have inspired their latest album. Here is the title track, Radio Africa 2.0, featuring Galambo.
tropical bass sounds here on Radio Clandestino. Great international sounds coming out of Melbourne from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. With me in the studio is Moses Aiton from that band, who has brought in a selection of music for us this week. What have you lined up for us next? The next track uh, I've brought in today is, uh, is by Conjuntos on Sun, uh, who are from Colombia. Uh, the track is Cumbia San Pablera. Uh, these guys are Afro-Colombian. It basically it goes into the territory of what, what I was mentioning before about champeta music. Uh, it's 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 music for the sound systems uh, on the on the Caribbean coast of Colombia, which is a very African sound, very African sensibility. Let's have a listen to that track, and then we can chat a bit more about that. A little Colombian Afro roots before we head back into global club territory.
This is Radio Clandestino. My name is Raf, and I've got special guest this week, Moses Eiton from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. What did we just listen to, man? Yeah, we just listened to Cumbia San Pablera by Conjunto Son Son, and uh, you can find that track uh, via the, the label based in Germany, Analog Africa, who released an amazing compilation called uh, Los Ritmos del Diablo. Uh, which you can also find via Bandcamp. It's available in vinyl as well as yeah. um, as, a, as a download. Yeah. Um, Analog of Africa are doing some amazing historical and kind of research work, bringing a lot of whole West African and Latin American sounds from the past and kind of a lot of research and presenting them in his amazing vinyl compilation. So check them out on Bandcamp. And Tell me a bit more about this uh, track in this band. The the rest of the album, there's a couple more cumbia tracks on there and a lot of it is otherwise music that, yeah, if you hear it, not knowing its context, you, you would be guessing, is it from Africa or is it from Colombia? Or I mean, is it from, from Latin America? Yeah. Um, so that's what I love about uh, love about, it. and also what we said before about this label Analog Africa, which really does blur this line. So they they have um, releases like this one, which come from Latin America with 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 very much an African sound. But then the next track I brought along is yeah. going in the other direction. So, so you brought in something else from the Analog Africa yeah. catalog. This track from uh, Amatore. Uh, tell us about this one, man. Yeah, um, yeah. So this track Amara Amaraturé from Senegal. Uh, it's uh, from uh, a bunch of, uh, I think it was released as 45, so as singles. Uh, the track I've chosen is Cuando Llegare, which is, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a lot of Cuban song tracks. Um, yeah, it's got a very a Cuban, like a, a classic Cuban bass line and kind of rhythm. Um, yeah. And yeah. even the title of it. And the funny thing is, of course, uh, Senegalis, you know, there are indigenous languages there, mainly Wolof and um, and French as well. So they don't definitely don't speak Spanish there. So, but what what happened in in West Africa, the Cuban Cuban sounds in the forties and fifties, uh, into the into the sixties to some extent, but mainly in the fifties were, or well, this is sixties as well, were so popular that people there started playing. Um, Playing, well, playing Cuban rhythms with, you know, with their own arrangements and also, in some cases, singing phonetically lyrics like in this track. In other other tracks, uh, they're singing uh, in indig- indigenous languages, but in some tracks, they're like singing like phonetic Spanish. So this track is sung in Spanish phonetically by a Senegalese band, yeah? That's right, yeah. yeah. And so this this came from the 1970s, was when these recordings were originally released, and Analog Africa uh, put out um, a re-release of, of music you basically, yeah, you'd struggle to find the original releases of, so... Um, I don't. I only. I first heard of this artist uh, through Analog Africa. Thank you. 
Cuando Llegaré, recorded in the 1970s in Senegal and taken from a re-release produced by the Analog Africa record label. The story of the founding of Analog Africa is quite interesting. Um, the the label um, owner used to be a, a air steward, I think, in an airline and he would be travelling quite a lot to of East, of East Africa and stuff and then go out and... Um, raid like record shops and stuff and then he kind of developed a library and then he be, and then he started kind of he somehow managed to make a business out of it and oh, um, okay. yeah, yeah yeah i didn't know that backstory um all i know is it's and i've been in contact with the guy um sammy ben rejeb is the guy who runs it uh, he's a uh, tunisian background living in germany so he himself has a very culturally mixed background and you know well i just read i just read that story in one of the label bios but uh, apparently he was a um air steward who would um travel quite a lot to west africa it and, makes a lot of sense yeah. because he's been everywhere so yeah. <laughs> the next track i've uh, brought along today is from uh, a very particular local place but with global diasporic connections uh, we're talking here about the, the scene of lisbon portugal uh, which of course has people from all over the world from the former from what they call the lusophone region uh, so this is we're talking about uh, former colonies of of portugal in africa latin america there's a whole group of islands as well like uh, cape Verde islands and uh, and obviously brazil uh, yeah and brazil yeah. of course and all these Angola, music definitely. meeting yeah. meeting in the um in in in, in lisbon uh, but uh, Lisbon in particular has, has uh, people from, uh, um, from all these places ha- that have moved there and, and arrived, you know, hoping to find work or they might have arrived as refugees as well and, and didn't really manage to get, get the kind of work they imagine. Portugal has, you know, on a European scale has been a, a poor country uh, and a struggling economy. So they ended up in these very precarious ghettos uh, on the outskirts of, of Lisbon. Uh, but from that, there's been an amazing, amazing musical experimentation that's that's in in the last few years or so has has, has achieved like international recognition, and um, 
the artists I'm talking about here, uh, DJ Marfox is one of the one of the first who who actually released his compilations on SoundCloud called the Sound. There was something was like Beats of the Ghettos. I can't remember now the, the what it was called in Portuguese, but it's like Sounds of the Ghettos, Beats of the Ghettos, and he releases compilations of these really experimental club tracks uh, that, yeah, to some extent were based on Kuduro. Uh, re- reaching back to the experimental club music from Angola, but it was truly like something from Lisbon, from these particular ghettos yeah, that yeah. that just never had been heard before. And it's um, it uh, led to the to the to founding of a label called Principe Discos, and that's where he then did his first releases, like physical releases on vinyl and um, and CD. That uh, before that it was just like downloads on SoundCloud, and uh, that also spearheaded a whole. A whole catalog of artists who all share a similar background, um, released via Principe Discos, was then picked up by like really hip English label Warp Disc Warp uh, Records that's been around for oh, yeah, Warp, decades. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, releasing like left of field avant garde electronic music and club music. Um, yeah, so the track I've chosen is called Bits Binary by DJ Mark Fox.
Global Club Sounds here on Radio Clandestino, brought in by my studio guest, Moses Atten from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. That was a track called Bits Binary by DJ Marfox from Lisbon. Uh, I was going to ask you, um, how has that sound that we just heard um, influenced um, your latest record? Uh, what have you pulled from that um those amazing club sounds yeah well uh, Kuduro is something I've followed since I first heard it uh, pop up um, you know as music was being shared online in the internet in the early 2000s is when I first heard Kuduro Um, so it was basically like the kind of music you could suddenly access um, online that was otherwise only available on you know CDRs on street markets and stuff like this is not something that's distributed through a world music label or even through an electronic music label from my understanding it's Hokuduro is kind of like um, club music techno, but with a um, African kind of Portuguese um, aesthetic and producers. Yeah, is that correct? Or, it's um, it's. I mean, there's there's a couple of people who've done PhDs on this and stuff. Um, but it it, it is uh, in a nutshell, in very few words, I guess. It's basically more about the process of of people based in in Angola in in, in terms of Kuduro having access to to um, computer software like Fruity Loops and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know synths and drum machines and stuff through computer softwares uh, to produce music that um, could have otherwise I guess well dance floor music yep. which otherwise might have you know been considered as type of folk music or something but it's like urban dance music produced with software yeah, yeah, and that's what they came up with so there are obviously various strands of folk music and stuff uh, that are incorporated into this new sound but Kuduro really is recognized there's, a, there's two or three or more generations now of producers so without going into any great detail um, it just inspired me a lot from the beginning of the Kombi Cosmonauts really as a DJ before this project even started as an example of, 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 of the kind of club sound that you just don't you couldn't imagine it coming from Europe um, back then. But now it has been coming from Europe through like Principe Discourse, through these guys in Lisbon who interpreted it in a different way to guys based in Africa. Um, yeah, so I, I guess it's a lot of it is about the process and the context rather than the sound itself. But um, yep. on the new album, there are a couple of tracks on there, like one called Loco Duro, which is yeah. like Kuduro, Loco Duro. There is a... Is a there is a reference, uh, duro by the mean means tough uh, or hard. And, I've heard that, uh, and kuduro comes from kulo duro, like yeah. hard ass. Yep. So like oh, meaning shaking your, your ass very hard, your booty <laughs> very hard. That is also in a nutshell what kuduro is about. <laughs> so yeah, it is. We're talking about, um, you know, booty shaking dance floor music for the club, for a big sound system. Let's take a listen to that track right now. Loco duro from your latest album. For those listening at home, now is the time to turn up the bass a little to get that intended booty shaking effect. Global Club Sounds here on Radio Clandestino.
sounds of Buraca Som Sistema, a crew out of Lisbon, Portugal, who were one of the more well-known exponents of the Kuduro genre and the electronic Zouk genres. Before that, we heard Locoduro from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. I've got Moses Aiton here from that band, the Cumbia Cosmonauts, in the studio, who's brought in a bunch of songs that have inspired and influenced their latest record, Kumbi Cosmonauts and the Radio Africa band. Uh, let's bring it back to um, the, the final track that you brought in, which is from Mexico, and it's um, a style of cumbia called cumbia rebajada. Can you explain to listeners what that genre is and how it came about? Yeah, yeah so cumbia rebajada, it's a, it's a style of, uh, of cumbia. It's basically sound system operators in Mexico playing 45s which 45s are the little records 7 inch records which play at 45 um, uh, RPMs RPMs yep. revolutions per minute like yep. 45 that's the speed of the record on, 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 on how it plays on the turntable and they slowed it down to 33 which is the setting that is obviously for the bigger records the 12 inch uh, LP um, style record so it being slowed down like this quite dramatically makes it it pitches it down you know so it sounds like you know your battery's going flat on a cassette player which results in some a, listeners may remember but quite a psychedelic vocally distorted yeah so interesting because sound. the pitch gets low as you slow music down it lowers the pitch so in terms of the voice um it, everything sounds lower but the lower pitch also means there's a lot of lower frequencies, which means there's more bass. And then bass actually makes the track seem fatter and fuller yeah. on a big sound system. Yep. Um, so that was kind of, um, on the one hand, they did it to slow down the music, which coming from Colombia, like Afri- specifically Afro-Colombian music was quite fast. So people wanted to dance it slower. Yep. And then um, they also um, 
wanted to have more bass because they were playing it through these loud sound systems as recorded music. Uh, you know, in a DJ sort of context. Or sound tell, context. tell me about the specific track written by El, El Sindicato. Yeah. yeah, so El Sindicato, that's, uh, that's the name of the producer. Uh, it's a guy uh, from Chihuahua originally, but based in, in the city of Monterrey, which is the city that's most associated with a very extreme form of cumbia rebajada, which like really slowed down um, and was released on, on cassette mixtapes in the, in the 80s and 90s. Um, by Sonido Duenas, so a big shout out to him, who's, who's there's documentaries on Vice Media and stuff you can check out online if you look at Rebajada, which means slow down cumbia. And um, yeah, this guy, he's part of a, of a collective, they're called Rebajado MX, so it's like um, Rebajado Mexico, who are basically making connections between the older generations of the sound system operators from uh, from before the the 2000s and this is like the millennial generation essentially connecting with their their forefathers uh, which in the context of Monterrey is quite significant there was like 10 years of of drug cartel violence in that city which really slowed down a lot of experimental spaces of experimentation and music and stuff Um, Monterrey is is one of the largest cities in the north of Mexico yeah it's I think it's like the third biggest city in Mexico Uh, so we're talking about a massive city, but with all with that is very wealthy on the one hand, but it's got also massive yeah. divide. And this rebajado sound is, is associated with with the equivalent of the favelas, uh, you know, with the ghettos, basically. The kind of unregulated neighborhoods in the edges of like, larger cities and stuff. Yeah, this track um, is actually influencing. I mean, when I say this track, this this style of music I've just been talking about, uh, beyond this track, this particular track has influenced the album because um, it's about the black man sings uh, in Monterrey and, and it's this idea of like this is black music as in African background, even though we're talking about Monterrey, Mexico, which is not a city associated with, with uh, African people of uh, African background. Um, and yeah. so you're going to be traveling as part of your PhD into this part of the world. Uh, tell me about that. But yeah, I'm traveling there to to Monterey as part of my research. Uh, I have traveled there before. I was did some did a gig with this crew uh, as a Kumbi cosmonaut. Was I had the the fortune of being there to play their first party essentially. So I've sort of been Amazing. very closely linked with them, and yeah. I'm now um, doing some collaborative work with them. Uh, that's going to be coming out in the future. Um, they've done some remixes and I've got some Cumbia Rebajada style songs that are in the works and we're going to be collaborating more in this direction. In sounds amazing. So future Cumbia Cosmonauts sounds I will be bringing in elements of this like Rebajada style. And, yeah. That's right, yes. The black man Oh, 
base for you here on Radio Clandestino as we finish up our interview with Moses Aiton from the Cumbia Cosmonauts. That was one of their earlier tracks called La Boyera Rebaja from the EP 5000% Cumbia. Well, thank you very much for dropping into the studio. Um, hope the rest of the conference at ANU goes well. Where can people find out information about you and the type of music and and kind of research that you're doing? Yeah, well, I recommend, uh, I mean, I sort of deliberately picked songs off Bandcamp. All the songs we just spoke about, you can find on Bandcamp, including my own. There's a Cumbia Cosmonauts page. 
Uh, I'd also recommend the label that the new our new album is released on uh, called Hawaii Bonsai Records. They've got a band camp as well. And uh, for example, Cumbia Rebajada, I mean, Rebajado MX uh, also has their own band camp, so you can check out other people on that label. Uh, CZK Records, uh, ZZK Records as well. Uh, check out their artists. Um, yeah, there's heaps, heaps more. It's on the cumbiacosmonauts.com.au websites. And if you want to stay in touch, go to Facebook. Look for us there. Yeah, and uh, we'll post links to all that stuff throughout social media, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, so uh, good luck with the the trip and stuff as well. It sounds like a very exciting kind of research trip as well. Will we be playing any gigs and stuff overseas in Latin America or in Europe as well? Yeah, well, a gig has just been announced for Mexico City. Uh, in in August, um, I'll also be doing gigs, more gigs in Mexico City, Monterrey, um, po- possibly Puebla, but um, and definitely also in Bogota, Colombia, and then um, and Paris, France, and oh, nice. as well, <laughs> and maybe in Spain. <laughs> so the tour is still, as you can guess, yeah, it's still yeah. it's sort of half half confirmed um, right now. Yeah. Any upcoming gigs in Australia, actually, in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, okay, there yeah. are some gigs coming up in in October, November. Yeah, nice. Yes. All right, thank you very much to uh, Moses Eit for coming into the studio and bringing in a selection of music that's inspired and influenced their latest record, which is Kumbi Cosmonauts and the Radio Africa Band. Any final words of wisdom to close off this <laughs> segment? No, uh, just, uh, yeah keep listening to music that inspires you there's a lot of fun and uh, check out some of the background it can bring up lots of interesting connections so that's that's what sort of led me down this path so yeah thanks so much and um yeah see you on the dance floor much respect to you moses Eitzen, for coming in and dropping some interesting cultural history and global club music for us Keep an eye on the web for the next time Moses and the Cumbia Cosmonauts are playing here in Canberra, Australia. My name is Rafael and this is Radio Clandestino. Remember that this show is also a podcast and we also have 40 editions up online. Just search for Radio Clandestino and you'll be able to track these down and listen back to these shows at any time. This is handpicked global music out of Canberra, Australia to the world.